HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Brooklyn Slate, brooklynslate.com. Hi, this is Celia Kutcher, host of Animal Instinct, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hey, you're listening to Eat Your Words on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Irway. And uh, so last week, um, we talked about homemade flour, milling your own flour. And this week, we're going to continue a little uh, (laughs) with our two-part bread-making series, if you will. Um, The book I'm talking about today is called The Bread Exchange, Tales and Recipes from a Journey of Baking and Bartering. It's by Malin Elmlid. Uh, Is that Malin? Are you there? Okay, cool. Well, she'll be right back with us, but um, this (laughs) book, Mullen is based in Germany, in Berlin, by the way. Um, But if anyone saw the film Wild or read the book, and it follows a protagonist, a young woman who goes on a trek uh, across the country to wilderness, um, I believe in the Pacific Northwest. Um, So this book kind of takes that concept, except it's all about bread. So Malin traveled throughout the world, actually, not just one corner of the globe, and traveled around exchanging bread, um, sharing stories with others, and uh, she's here to talk about it from Berlin. Is that correct? Are you there, Malin? We lost her. Okay. So, Malin, (laughs) we did talk to her, so she is coming back on air. But in the meantime, just to introduce this project, because it is a very different kind of concept, uh, Malin started a project called the Bread Exchange, and uh, leaving her corporate day job, decided to learn how to bake bread first and foremost, good bread, and then share it. So kind of taking the concept breaking bread um, on a global scale, um, really literally. Uh, She also emphasizes using natural... Uh, leavened bread and uh, old, old-fashioned traditions when it comes to bread that are really enjoying a resurgence these days. Um, y- you know, like we we see a lot of uh, you know, th- I guess pushback against bread in general. Um, a lot of people are shunning bread for various reasons, whether they're trying to lose weight because they're trying to eat less carbs, or they're gluten-free. 
I, I feel that with every movement like this, there's a sort of like cult phenomenon in in response that is for bread. So we're seeing right now a resurgence of breaking bread, making bread the traditional way. Uh, Mullen, are you there on the line? I'm here. Yes. <laughs> so glad you could join us. All right. Yes, I'm really happy to be here, too, <laughs> from the south of Germany. I was just giving um, a one-woman show about your book, but um, <laughs> congratulations <laughs> yeah, on it. the book. Um, no, it's a fascinating Thank story. You. And um, tell me a little bit about how you started, because you were working in the fashion industry. Yeah. Um, I love how you write that You know, your story started with a lot of frustration and dissatisfaction, yeah, um, and then it wasn't. It wasn't really meant to be a trading project. I was simply urging a really good bread because I couldn't buy it in in Berlin or in many capitals from around the world. It was a hard time to buy good bread. Really, that was two thousand. Yeah, that was two thousand seven. It was. Mm-hmm. It was really hard. I was traveling a lot, and I mean, still, it's still hard to find really well-made traditional bread made with high-quality ingredients, and especially that are without yeast, um, yeah. which is easier for me to digest. The sourdough bread is simply easier to digest. So, and that's how it started. So natural, <laughs> old-fashioned artisan bread or wild yeast yeah. le- le- leavened bread. Um, you know, I was talking a little bit um, to myself about how, you know, we see these a trend in in bread baking going back to the roots of bread using traditional techniques and it's sort of like a cult these days um so did you eventually find good sources of bread in berlin and i know you did it throughout all these other cities you went to yeah Um, well i i I could find really good rye bread but i couldn't find good white sourdough mm. bread because germany is not a traditional place for that you know their their food cut i mean you, you can't find the best bread of any bread, every bread everywhere. Uh, so, so, so I'm still baking my my own white bread because that was, yeah, always made with yeast. Mm. Um, but you can in Germany you can find really really good rye sourdough, which is, for example, maybe hard to find in New York. That's uh, yeah, that's true. So you sort of took it. There. You took it into your own hands and decided yeah. to learn how to make bread. And exactly, and and it's something. There is something about bread baking that it it, it can really get you hooked. You know, mm-hmm. it's also very rewarding to do because when you, you know, <laughs> you everyone loves a fresh loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. You know, a homemade loaf of re- bread. So, so I was baking a lot, and I was giving it away to friends and neighbors and colleagues and clients as I was traveling, and. Um, yeah, and I think also, I mean, like you said, I was working in the fashion industry, and that's a business where you think, okay, no one eats carbs, right? <laughs> and but it's when you bake this kind of traditional sourdough bread, you, I mean, I realized I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't gain weight from it. I didn't have a swollen stomach from it. So oh, people were eating it. So so it became quite popular. <laughs> so is that how? Because, you know, when you bake a lot of bread and it becomes an obsession like, yeah. hobby, um, you know, you have to share it. You have to give it away. So is this yeah, how the bread course. exchange started? Just having so yeah. many good loaves of bread that you were proud yeah, to share? Was, exactly. I was giving it away for about a year. I was giving away bread. And then um, after about about a year, people, I, things started to come back to me just uh, – you know, as you do when you receive something, at one point you you want to return 
It's mm-hmm. like if someone brings you a, a cake, you would also want to to share your strawberry marmalade next time you you make one. You know, it's kind of it's a natural thing. If someone shares trust or or, or something with you, you you're gonna return it. I think it's quite a natural thing, and and that's how it started. So it was a very natural development. Um, I, I so you just mentioned cakes. You know, I'm trying to imagine this project taking place with something like cookies, a cookie exchange yeah. project. But I I sense that there's something really primal, and I've heard from others that there's something really spiritual about making naturally leavened bread. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just meant describing like the way you are reacting when you're given something. Mm-hmm. I think you always want to return. Uh, at least, at least that's my experience. That people, you know, when you give something, people, you, you na- when you get something, you naturally want to give something back. But I think the reason why this project has been spreading so, you know, rapidly around the world and why it's so functioning so also globally mm-hmm. is definitely because it's bread because because it's it's something we all understand and we all value very highly mm-hmm. and and i also think in now in times when when it's even harder to find really good bread because what we get at the supermarket is definitely not it's almost not what i would call bread right mm-hmm. then then it even becomes a luxury good in a way. So you mentioned that, you know, in the fashion industry and a lot of other, uh, I guess, groups um, find bread to be a bit of a taboo, um, you know. Yeah. But this type of bread you were baking was accepted and it was easier to digest. Is that what you said? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sourdough bread is definitely easier <laughs> for us to digest. I thought I had a gluten intolerance, and that's why my oh. stomach was constantly swollen. And I tested it, and I didn't. Like most people, don't have a real, you know, a real allergy against gluten. It's rather, for me, it was at least rather the process okay. um, of too short um, uh, baking process. Simply, mm. it's, it was. And that, 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 I mean, it's very, it's very logic. <laughs> it's, it's true. And when we think of it, I mean, it's also a flavor. It's it tastes different um, when you yeah. let it naturally ferment, uh, totally. let things bubble. Um, you mentioned that you prefer you always using a sourdough starter rather than commercial yeast, uh, which yeah. is also used, uh, you know, sometimes. Um, what's the difference? I guess in the outcome. Um. Which is a huge difference, I yeah. would say. Uh, I mean, of course, you can. Um, I mean, when you bake with the sourdough, I mean, you, the health benefits are 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 huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has a lower glycemic. I think you say glycemic chemical in, index. Okay. Yeah. So so it's also you know better to eat if you're if you you know trying to stay healthy and yeah. and and slim, and but it's also. Um, Kind of doing the pre-work where our stomach are doing uh, <laughs> on our own. I mean, already it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it has all the lactobacteria. It makes it easier for our stomach to to take in the minerals and and vitamins that are in a, in, in a good loaf of bread. But when you have something that is made, I mean, a lot of the the industrial made bread today is not only just made with yeast. It's also like just bloated up with mm-hmm. air, you know, machine made and right. and then baked and and our stomach just can't digest that as easily. So it's easy to just 
I don't know, blame the wheat of today or right. whatever, but it's even, I mean, the bigger thing is the production method mm-hmm. of it. I, that's my experience. At I, least. Think, I think that's fascinating. Well, it's your experience and a lot of other po- folks that you exchange bread with too. So yeah. that's saying yeah. a lot. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's tough because that's a really good point about the production method of bread. It's not what's in it, but how it was made. And I found, I find that it's even hard for me to find bread and to tell, um, you know, through labeling. I don't think there's any labels to say that this is no. made from uh, naturally. I don't even know what the terms would be. I keep seeing naturally leavened because I hear that sometimes. But um, yeah. made from a starter rather than yeast packets. Uh, it's tough. Yeah. I, which is sorry. why baking, it's tough to determine. Yeah, it is very tough i i know i i don't know how it is in the u.s i know in germany there's no labeling that works and the mm-hmm. same goes for for the uk i know the uk has organizations that are trying to uh, you know <laughs> deal with it yeah by now how should we deal but, with it but it's i mean we have you have to I, I i really don't know how they're labeling it in the states but <laughs> you should really look for these Simply, you know, I would, I would look for, I would look for, always look for a good bakery and simply mm-hmm. ask them, are they using commercial yeast or how? But it's also, it is also extremely easy to make your own bread. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a matter and, of know your baker or do it yourself. <laughs> That's the best way. Yeah, to I mean, if you if you are living somewhere where you're just not having, uh, I don't know, where it's not, where you're just not. <laughs> having the the demand for that kind of bread, mm-hmm. you you That's simply true. have to make it on your own. But but it's really not that complicated. It's it's very very easy, and it's it's it, it's actually pretty self going, you mm-hmm. know. And 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 uh, the rising does its own thing, you know. You it's, just um, <laughs> you just have to kind of plan around it a little bit. Yeah, um, it sounds like a personal project, and it's a forgiving process too. Yeah, and I mean, you don't have to bake it like I do with the white. I mean, um, um, you don't have to make it white. You know, if you make rice sourdough bread, which is even easier, I would say, um, which is easier to, because it doesn't have to have these perfect large air bubbles. You don't have to fold it in the same way as I do it. And you can, I also have a recipe of that in in the book, and you have many, I mean, you have tartine. uh, It's also making uh, really good rye bread. You can find really good recipes out Mm -hmm. now. And, um, yeah. I love all the different types of recipes you have here. It's really inspiring. (laughs) Um, Not only bread. Yeah. So we're going to cut to a quick little commercial intro, and we'll be right back to learn more about your book. You are listening to Milk and Cookies by Alan Wilkes. We're proud to count Brooklyn Slate as a business member of Heritage Radio Network. Brooklyn Slate Company is a collaborative effort from Brooklyn graphic designer Sean Tice and Parsons graduate student Christy Hideka. After visiting Christy's family slate quarry in upstate New York in the spring of 2009, the two grabbed a few pieces for use as all-purpose boards back home in Brooklyn and began gifting pieces to friends. The response was so overwhelmingly positive that the two struck out to produce a line of slate products. We encourage you to visit brooklynslate.com to learn more. You can also get your own Brooklyn Slate care package by becoming a super fan member of Heritage Radio Network. 
Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash donate for more. It is so exciting to have this new medium. Hosting After the Jump has been a huge part of me transitioning from being a blogger to somebody who has sort of real important conversations with people in real life. My show, I kind of describe it as an audio trade magazine. I learn a ton from the guests every week, whether it's, it's restaurants, bars. All the hosts at Heritage all come from different perspectives. Everyone should be listening to this. If you're interested in conservation and and practical approach to renewable food sources, you know, not this big industry. Whether it's history, uh, laws, social policies of food, I think people now take food seriously, and hopefully what's on their plate will become something very special. And I feel that podcasting has a future, giving people information in a format they can really use on the go. We need your support to keep these conversations going. To donate, visit heritageradionetwork.org backslash donate. Hello, this is Mark Ladner from Del Posto, and you're listening to Heritage Radio Network. All right, we're back chatting with Malin Elmlid, the author of The Bread Exchange. Um, how are you? Still there? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> so I noticed... Germany. The, from Germany, from Berlin, your home. Um, yeah, I'm right now in the south of Germany, south oh. Yeah. Excellent. Well, so glad you could join us today. Um, I noticed in the beginning of your book, you have a a sort of manifesto. Um, I wondered if I could read that. I just thought it might be important to to you explaining your work. Um, You write, tell me a story that moves me. Show me something I've never seen before. Teach me something I do not know. Bring whatever you do that you are proud of. Share with me and I will share my bread with you. I will make you bread out of only water, flour, and salt. With all my senses, I will choose the best ingredients I can find. I will get up in the middle of the night to fold the dough for your bread. I will share with you what I do best, and I will tell you, and I will bring a story to inspire you, just as you inspire me. So, that's so cool. Yes. Is, is this sort of a call <laughs> to arms to create or to bake bread or a little bit of sharing uh, everything, both? Is this project, do you find... I, I'm a, sorry, you fell away now. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Can you, say, can you say the whole sentence again? Sure. Is this, is this I guess, passage, um, your call to arms to for everyone to kind of join on and, and share whatever they do best? Uh, yeah, I mean, that is what I have learned in this project. It's, I mean, it's really about the most simple things and everyone has something mm-hmm. like that the most simple or you know to be really able to value these small things because it's so easy to miss them and and to dare and want to share with other people because we all have something even though we don't realize it <laughs> really. yeah it's fascinating did you just say dare one to share with one another yeah i yeah. think so i i loved hearing about you know the many stories and the many people you met um along the way um, and the things yeah. that people exchanged for for your bread. Yeah. Um, what was it's, the... Oh, go on. No, please. Um, wh- what do you think was the major takeaway of doing this whole project? And, you know, if it's ongoing, then, you know, it's ongoing. You mean the, so big, far. the biggest learning? Yeah. Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely been, been to... It's been, I think, a lot. How I mean, the the intention of all of this, because this has 
that it's all, you know, it's success lies all in the intention, that my intention when I started this was not to to get something because, you know, I, I'm trading bread for anything that can inspire me. And it's it could have been very easy to to have been starting to look into what am I getting, you know, and trade mm-hmm. with people that I would want to have something from. But for me, it has been the biggest lesson to really go into every meeting with completely open eyes and and everyone has always something to give and even more to give when you really trust them to 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 give their best because mm-hmm. then people do it and, and and because if you give people trust you're getting it you're getting it back you yeah. know what i mean yeah it's like a it's like an inspiration as currency sort of um, yeah sh- and gaining from that <laughs> all the time it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a wonderful way to 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 look at you know sh- uh I keep wanting to say, like, yeah, I mean, well, obviously, you know, you didn't start this project to sell bread and and make a living off of it, but you gained so much um, from it. Exactly. I couldn't, I don't think I could have found a, I couldn't have found a fair price for it. You know, I was, I was, Mm. um, I mean, what what would I do with, you know, a couple of dollars or a couple of euros? For the bread, I was getting something way more valuable. And also the time I was putting in my bread, I mean, I couldn't value that fairly. If I would look, if I would... Hey, you still there? And the time, okay. you would just know what... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I falling off? Uh, a little bit, but you're... We got you now, I think. Hello? Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yes. So what is a highlight of one of the things that you received in exchange? Like an example that you really it's like? It's very hard to give. Yeah, one one highlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how to learn, I, I'm like... <laughs> it sounds like you're falling down a staircase. So much that people are, am I falling off? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I try to, I try Can you hear, can you... Okay, we might we might be losing you, but yeah. hi. <laughs> okay, no, I'm trying try to walk around here. To that's all right. That's all right. Fight. Well, we're just wrapping up though. But uh, can you hear me now? Yes, we got you good. So, um, so yeah, if you want to share something like about what, if if not a highlight, what this um, what was an important uh, aspect of this project um, that I you think got. The- I think the biggest thing has been the variety of things. The people, everyone has always something interesting to share, you know. And mm-hmm. I, and I mean, it's been high and low. It's been everything from you know being invited to Foundation Beiler, uh, the Art Foundation from Switzerland, mm-hmm. to a twenty-two course menu with art collectors, but at the same, just as well to the most simple things that you cannot value in. Money. Um, I mean, everything from, you know, from people sharing stories and sharing time, which now in my book. Well, thank you so much for sharing. (laughs) Sorry, I keep cutting you off because I didn't know if you were done. (laughs) Um, But that's about all the time we have for today. But thank you so much. (laughs) 
Yeah, thanks so much for sharing your book because that's also in itself, you know, an act of sharing. And, um, you know, every time I look at a piece of bread right now, a really good bread, I'm going to to really think about its chef and thank them for for their contribution and try to try to make something to exchange for it. Um, so thank you again, Molly. Or just or just take the gift for the gift. Take added. the gift. Okay. I think that is also, I don't think that is the, the main attitude. <laughs> sometimes we just have to accept that there is a gift and sometimes we should just give without the intention of getting something back. Yeah. It becomes, life becomes so much more easier that way. Totally. We well, don't, Hopefully I'll pay for it too, though. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's just a gift, literally. All right. Well, um, thanks so I'm much for... I'm so sorry about this connection. Oh, no, no worries. South Germany, you know, eh. in the mountains. It's hard. Eh, you know, yeah, crossing the ocean, it happens. So, But thanks so exactly. much for, for joining us. And everyone check out thebreadexchange.com. Um, That's Mullen's blog. And the book is fantastic. Um, so check that out. F- new from Chronicle Books. It's so much more than bread. That it's, is, it uh, is. The, it is. The Beautiful travelogue. <laughs> All Thank right. You. Thanks, Mullen. Thanks. Every- beautiful Christmas and holiday. Thank you so much. You too. All right. Thanks, Thank everyone. you. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you next week on Eat Your Words. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.